Hi, we are at the European University Institute at the conference for the 10 year anniversary of the EU ETS. This conference was organized by FSR Climate in collaboration with DG Climate Action. And here with us, we have Joseph Beck, the Director General of DG Climate Action, and it can be considered the father of the EU ETS. So, Joseph, how the UTS has worked in these 10 years? Well, we succeeded in the EU to decouple economic growth from emissions growth. So uh, our economic growth since 1990 has been up 45% and emissions have been down 20%. And the ETS played a very important role in that achievement. Now, how did it work? The moment that it was a price on an emission of a ton of carbon, all CEOs knew that price cutting was the, uh, the thing they had to do. And so that message came down deeply in all companies in Europe. And as the ETS is covering half of the emissions of Europe, means all major industrial installations in Europe in exactly the same way, in a harmonized way, whether these uh, industries are located in Sweden or in Poland or in the south of Italy or wherever, they are treated in the same manner. So we have an internal marketing, we have an internal market dimension, we have an incentive to industry, and we have a cost-cutting exercise that all CEOs are looking for now. And that explains why in industry, emissions have been cutting down. And now, currently, there is an important debate regarding reforming this instrument and speak about the market stability reserve. Can you tell us something about it, why it is needed, and what are your expectations regarding this new reform? Uh, yes, we just made a political agreement in uh, Brussels between the three institutions, between uh, Parliament, Council and the Commission. And I think it's a good agreement. And what does it do? In fact, we have an oversupply that is in the market due to two reasons. The economic recession, which uh, reduced demand for allowances, and the import of credits from CDM, the Kyoto credits, as we uh, commonly also name them. And the combination of the two made that we have an oversupply of between 1 and 2 billion allowances in the market. Now, what is the market stability reserve doing? Uh, it is putting this reserve into a fridge. Uh, you never know we may need them in the future, but in any case, they are taken out from market functioning. And that is going to start as of 2019. And I think that we can expect that the prices, which are currently quite low on the ETSs, are going to go up so that they are meaningful and change economic behavior in the energy sector, in the manufacturing sector. And that is what the purpose is. The prices sh should make a difference. Otherwise, you know, we do not reach our targets. And um, last question. How do you see the UTS 10 years from now, both in the context, the European context, but also in the international context? Well, we see that more countries are also uh, exploring carbon markets, and some of them are very big. Uh, in China, for example, uh, we see quite an interesting experiment. Uh, they cover now 20% of the Chinese economy and Chinese uh, proposals are on, on their way to expand the system for China as a whole. If that were to be the case, say, by 2020, that would mean that the carbon uh, trading system of China would be at least twice as big as the European system. So that would make a real change internationally. But also others are developing their system, like Korea, and we know California, we know uh, some regions in, in Canada. So I think that the carbon pricing experiment uh, is taken forward. Uh, 
Of course, uh, we would have hoped that also the United States and uh, other major players in the Annex 1 or in the OECD uh, countries would come on board. Uh, we work together with the World Bank uh, for doing that. Um, we, have, uh, we are explaining to them the infrastructure that is necessary and some of them are building that up. So in 10 years from now, we will have more company internationally of uh, carbon markets and then is going to be an interesting debate, should we link up? those uh, carbon markets, which is another debate. Today we are uh, having linking negotiations mm -hmm. with Switzerland. Uh, they are almost finalized, uh, but that's a good exercise for uh, training ourselves for linking up later. It's not immediate, but later that may be a perspective. So maybe in 10 years from now, 10 years from now we may have a global ETS system. Well, we hope and we should have, and economic uh, science tells us that uh, the most efficient way of uh, cutting down emissions is to have a price and as wide applicable a price as possible. So if you would come to a global carbon market price, that would of course be the ideal way of cutting down emissions in a rational and a cost-effective way. Thank you, Joss.